Live from Guttercat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey yo, what is going on? Thank you for joining the space. The space already popping. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today, I'm excited to have one of my best friends in the space on my show. He is a true example of what I talk about when I say the key to success in Web3 is giving more than you ask for. He spends hours upon hours on spaces, in small rooms, helping answer questions about NFTs, and helps brainstorm with those thinking about their own projects as well. He is a true unsung hero in the space when it comes to onboarding and genuine connections with new people entering the space. He also happens to be hilarious and incredibly good-looking as well. It is for all these reasons and more, it's my honor to share the stage with the one and only NFT Buffet. What's going on, man? Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, (laughs) Other than you are my true friend as well. You're one of my favorite people in the space, and I am honored and happy, and thank you for all those kind words. I appreciate it. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for for being my friend. Um, When I was in middle school, I had a tough time making friends, so now it's uh, it's nice to not have so much trouble with that, and I appreciate you... uh, uh, letting me um, ride around in Miami with um, you in a convertible, even though you and, and Leo always put me in the back seat, and uh, I almost broke my legs a few times. But that's uh, that's not the point of the story. Uh, the point is that I was able to ride in your car. So thank you for letting me do that. Oh yeah, that that is one of the times that I will never forget. Is our our Miami adventures in the convertible and our sweet uh, adventures in honey mustard land going around, <laughs> uh, eating and you uh, kept asking for honey mustard at all these places that I, uh, that we went to. And I was like, dude, what is up with Carl? Does he just like love honey mustard? And he's like, yes, you I know, <laughs> I came home, awesome. I came home after that trip. And, um, I think it was Leo who had asked me what, uh, what honey mustard do you buy? Like in the store, like, what do you have in your fridge? Um, because I always order honey mustard pretty much every restaurant I go to. And I was like, I've never actually, I've never, uh, got a bottle of honey mustard before. And it blew my mind. And, um, since, uh, my wife, crazy Carla, she actually has brought home a bottle of honey mustard and, uh, I dip my fries in it all the time. So thank you for making me even more of a honey mustard maxi after, uh, our adventures. So that's um, that's really the true alpha of the story is if you get something a lot when you're out to eat, you may as well just eat it at home, too. All right. Well, you inspired me to um, just ask for sauces or ask for anything anywhere I go, <laughs> because I'll just be like, fuck, like Carl's just like asking for honey mustard. I'll just ask for stuff. And if they have if they don't have it, whatever, I'll say no. That's, that's right. Yeah. No, I am a very saucy guy. I love my sauces. I've always uh, uh, so Red Robin's one of my favorite places for that reason. I got to got to have all the sauces. All right, man, let's get into this. Thanks for that little pre chat. But I, this is the crazy about crypto show. So we have an agenda and we got to stick to it. So uh, before we get into to deeper questions, I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about your journey into the crypto or the NFT space, whichever came first. 
Um, most definitely. Well, I am actually a person who started in NFTs and then reversed into crypto um, due to, you know, being in NFTs. But my start with all of this stuff was um, basically uh, reading an article about uh, Beeple sale um, and also talked about Top Shot in that um, article. And that's probably going to be coming on the uh, year anniversary of that at some point soon. And so from that article, I was like telling everybody, I was like, you can, they're selling like videos of basketball and there's like it's digital art. and It's like this whole new thing. And then so I like was instantly into it and I got into Top Shot. I got into um, and so for that reason, I had to create my Twitter account because I was like trying to score free Top Shots and trying to follow all the stuff. And then that kind of led me down the train of seeing these Zed horses um, being raced and to get the Z horses, I needed to acquire some Ethereum. Um, so that took me from NFTs being, you know, top shot to more like actual NFTs, I would say, uh, as like the, uh, you know, the Z horses um, to race those. And from there, it just, I, you know, I bought Ethereum. I bought um, the, I bought the Z horses from there. I started, and that's where I started seeing, Board of Apes on Twitter uh, that led to Gutter Cats that led me to all these other different projects and basically from the from the time I figured out about NFTs um, and crypto it was I was all in and it was just I from before this before I'd read about it, I guess I just didn't know about it um, and before that you know I didn't really have a lot of money or anything like that so as somebody who during the pandemic was like looking for you know any way to make money or to get out of my situation. I was like trading stocks. I was like, I probably wanted to trade in crypto, but I didn't know how. But when I found NFTs, I was like, oh, this is a combination of something that I kind of understand, which is like video games and like digital assets, plus something that's new, which just is, was NFTs. And from the moment I learned about them, I was like telling everybody about them. And since that day, I've done nothing but pretty much NFTs has been my favorite thing so yeah and i just think it's amazing when people uh like your start was basically the beginning of last year which is just so cool like how fast people get um sucked into the wormhole of like the blockchain and crypto and nfts uh, I love like that you you were interested in a lot of people that I talked to on the show um, that really didn't have any sort of crypto knowledge before. They were fascinated by kind of the collectibles and uh, and uh, the, your story about your transition from um, Top Shot to Zed uh, Horse is a very common one. I've, I think a lot of people kind of that's how they switched over to starting their MetaMask and stuff like that. And so that especially the crew that came in kind of around the uh, Bored Ape era. That was kind of the, basically the domino effect of how people can kind of found the space. Um, And I love it because it's just such a cool story of people that maybe didn't even understand what the blockchain or didn't really heavily invest in crypto prior, um, but found like a really cool interest in it. One thing that I'm curious uh, about is kind of when you started to really dive into the tech behind it, like obviously you were interested in Top Shot and these cool trading cards, um, but the platform is so easy to use and you use dollars that uh, it's not necessarily like you have to understand the underlying tech. When did you really get obsessed and what was your passion like um, and how did it evolved when it came to actual the actual blockchain and uh, understanding, you know, what a non-fungible token was and, and everything um, that goes into that? 
Um, yeah, and that's kind of like what I was mentioning earlier about when I started getting into Zed. It was like, oh yeah, because Top Shot was like, you know, it wasn't didn't feel like a real like NFT. It didn't feel the same as when you have to go out and for Zed, it's like okay, you gotta like buy Ethereum, like you gotta acquire the Ethereum. It's not like you can just buy it with a credit card like on uh, Top Shot. So that was a whole new thing. So after acquiring the Ethereum, and then now you have to like go to these marketplaces. You have to go to OpenSea, and so it's it's like this whole new world and anything that I've wanted to invest in or wanted to, you know, I'm going to put my money into. It's like, I want to know really the basics of like what all this stuff is, because the more, the more educated I'm going to be the, you know, <laughs> money or the, or the better I'm going to do like trading or, or buying these things. It's just, and so when I started learning about it, I was like, you know, it seems like it's really confusing and easy to uh, kind of lose your spot here. So if I understand like Etherscan, all about NFTs, all about the history, um, like I went and read um, the OpenSea Bible uh, was like this. So I wanted to gain, you know, and, and I was obsessed with it too. So I wasn't, it was weirdly one of the things in my life where it was like, Hey, you have to go read all this stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm into reading that. Like, um, you know, I was all about changing my life, like financially at that time, you know, it was, it was the end of 2021. Like we were kind of thinking that maybe things would change with like the vaccine or things maybe would be happening different in the world. It kind of didn't work out that way, but we had, you know, GameStop, we had, um, a year of just sitting there doing nothing. I was like, yo, I like want to like, like I want, I want to do something like I want to get out of my situation. I want to change my life. And the only thing that we could, I could do is, you know, dedicate myself to either to something, either bettering my life financially or just a hobby or, you know, something that I wanted to do. Um, and my previous, uh, before the COVID, I used to do uh, stand up and improv and with stages being shut down, um, I haven't been able to, do that stuff for a long time so that's one of the reasons i've got on spaces and got onto nfts and things like that is because i just have missed out on a fun community and a part of my life that just hasn't come back yet um so learning about these things you know at that time i was working uh, at the nfl network and um i wasn't working from home but i would go to the office and i was alone everybody else you know was um away uh and they're working remotely and so what was my community and what did I end up doing? Oh, I got obsessed with NFTs. I was like reading all about it. Um, I learned all the, all the details about the tokens, like what a 721 is, like what the 1155 is all about these other different blockchains, like learn all this different stuff. And then, and then like, you know, NFTs start happening and uh, these communities start forming and it really was like, Oh, all my, all my research and stuff all paid off in a way. And I made all these different friends and different, um, community. And it was just like, it was like, oh man, like the more you learn and the more you pay attention, the more you research, um, it really benefited me and definitely everybody that's in the space. And it's like one of the best times, um, of my life. And it was just like, yo, I, I really was, I really believe that there was a lot of change that could happen in the world, um, either financially or artistically or creatively with all this stuff. And I still do believe that. So that's why I'm still here. Um, but it was just like, yo, just the beginnings of all that stuff and learning about it. Um, I, it was the best cause it was just, it was so new. And how many times you get to be in a new market like that or a new thing? How, much, yeah. how many times are you excited daily? 
I mean, I love your story because it reminds me a lot of mine, when, but it's just uh, we have a little bit of time in between when we started. But even back when I started, which was in 2017, instead of NFTs, it was all of these crypto projects and these coins. And um, when you talked about like being excited to like stay up and read, like I just resonate with that because I would stay up and read white papers uh, and I would um, learn about like the tokenomics behind all of these projects and you know, I'd research teams and it's like, you feel like you're a venture capitalist, like all these opportunities that you're able to look through and you're like, what, what am I going to put my money in? Cause any of these could like go up. I mean, that was the time when Binance started and it was like $10 or $15 and Chainlink was a, a few cents. Um, and anyone could have bought the coins. And it's just a matter of looking through and trying to figure out what was really a game changer. And I feel like that's kind of where we're at when it comes to NFT. It's like a new use case of this innovative technology. Uh, and now we're like trying to figure out what projects are going to be the ones that stick around because, you know, it doesn't take a long, it doesn't take um, more than a couple years for the ones that really uh, aren't building truly to kind of fizzle out. And we've seen that with a lot of the uh, ICO boom and then fallout. Um, not a lot of those coins really aren't around or haven't really performed uh, well at all. But I just love, uh, I just resonated with that a lot because of the story reminds me a lot of how I feel like a lot of us get into the space you you're interested and then you kind of get obsessed and you just want to learn um, and just like the people in the audience here this is like a new avenue of learning you don't even have to read um, which is awesome for the true degens out there that really hate reading too you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's really uh, it's, it's cool it's just cool to see but you know one thing that has always impressed me especially when I've tuned into your show on the Midnight Munchies with Dr. Leo is it's very evident to me that you um like you love looking at volume and trade data and identifying trends and opportunities and that's something that doesn't come naturally uh, or that a lot of people love or enjoy but what is more fascinating to me is the fact that you know this isn't something you were really doing with day trading or stocks uh, and stuff like that so I think it's really cool because this is kind of what brought your interest into like financial markets and stuff. So I'd love for you to kind of talk about um, like that that curve, but also then just like how you became interested and intrigued by all of kind of the trading mechanics and like the finance financial aspect behind NFTs. Um, yeah. So before I did NFTs too, um, I was like a flipper. From like I would go to Goodwill or I would go to like a garage sale or like a whatever and flip like I don't know whatever like toys games uh, antiques yada yada whatever on eBay. Um, so when I learned about NFTs, this was like an extension of my mindset of like oh taking something that's worth this much and trading it for something later or, or down the line that's worth more. And I've always been fascinated too with like stocks and just something where it's like okay so you're taking money or you're taking something you're waiting or you're doing something you're making money out of out of nowhere or you're taking something that and you're just finding a buyer for a uh, higher price or a different price it's like so the the concept of value and um you know what something is worth and what is like what something will been willing to pay for it and it's just like fascinating to me is is like humans because it's like what is what's gold worth like what's a what's a dollar bill what's this piece of art worth so i mean i would go to um you know goodwills or, or whatever and try to evaluate something's 
something's worth and you know sometimes it was actually art um but so then when i found nfts i was like oh this is fun i get to like appraise and do the same thing but now it's digital and now i don't have to like take and sell it on ebay i can sell it to somebody else like in a few weeks or years or whatever later and it's like a whole new thing so for me like the uh i've always wanted to open like a or have like a, like i love thrifting i'd love to have like a thrift sh- love to have like a thrift shop i love the idea of finding stuff that's undervalued and uh you know finding treasure or something like that um so for me to uh like I can't get enough of, you know, researching and, and looking at stuff. And I just love all sorts of NFTs. I love to see what everybody's thinking about or making. And it it's like, yo, when I was playing fantasy football, I would be obsessed with researching all the stuff. Like if I was playing some video games, I'd be way too into like what the Madden cards are uh, trading. Like uh, before all this stuff, um, you know, I had a... Uh, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of money um, to uh, to spend on crypto or, or NFTs or whatever. So I would spend a lot of my money on video games or things like that. So for me now, it's a good way to channel my energy into something that can, is fun and advantageous to, uh, you know, money stuff. And also is just like, I think, a revolution uh, in the world. You know, uh, as you're speaking, um, I'm learning things about you that I didn't know, uh, but which is always fun because we're we're friends. Um, but you know, I, I also realize why we're friends because even though we haven't talked about these things, every time you talk and open your mouth, I just am like, there's something that I, I connect with again about. <laughs> you know, I I used to do the same thing, man. I was. Um, you can sometime we'll have to talk to crazy Carlo about it because I, I was a, like I flip stuff all the time. Um, you know, it's just like hustling anything out there, but what I used to do all the time was scalp tickets or like buy tickets and resell them. Uh, and it's funny because I did that for years and years and it's like, you know, it's, it's just fascinating when there's a market for something and that it's not, it's like some people would get mad about ticket scalpers. It's like, you know, as a ticket, someone that resells tickets, you have to do a lot of research. You have to know if the concert's going to sell out. You need to know what price range to get and what you're, you know, how much you're going to make on it. Uh, and you're, you have to like do a lot of research and think like, is there going to be another market? Is someone going to want to pay more for this thing? And everything about like ticket scalping is really just NFTs when you think about it. It's the same difference except it's encouraged and people you know it's built in that the people that are reselling are also like helping the creator and stuff like that and so it's it's kind of fascinating because a a lot of the things we've done in real life as humans and we gravitate to psychologically with like um trying to negotiate and barter are all things that are just made a lot easier when you think about the blockchain because now we don't have these tickets that we have to package up and go to the ups store and ship it out or you know like worry about listing each and each individual one like it's so easy to have like a digital marketplace and as you're talking about that just reminds me of all the work that i put into making like such a small amount of money uh but it was like that was like what made it you know every time you sell something even if it's only 50 or 100 bucks it was just like oh yeah and and that same feeling you get in nfts but now like sometimes you forget because it's all internet money and it feels like magic but when you like if you ever cash out some of those gains you're like wow it's like insane uh the kind of money i've been able to make by putting my time and energy into this and it's just a lot more fun and the market's a lot
lot easier to navigate because there's a liquid there's a lot more liquidity in the space and it's just like kind of funny to that you spoke on that because it made me reflect on kind of my days back when i used to do the same thing yeah man i mean i mean i didn't want to do that stuff <laughs> like i just didn't have any i didn't have any money like i actually got my um my uh what taxing for my stimulus check from last year and that's like what all my money from nft started with was like what fourteen hundred dollars from the government or whatever it's like you know one of the things i really love about nfts is all the life-changing money or just you know that anything that's changed people's life here financially or just community wise is like i feel that because before you know this stuff is like like my profile picture is worth more than my car is worth more than i used to make in like a month uh or more and before and now it's just crazy to think about like the uh the, the changes that i've had in my life from like these things and you know and that's what i like is that you know i haven't come i didn't come here and buy a bunch of um you know uh these assets at a top price it's like you know um i turned like you know, a thousand dollars into like a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. And that was just from really believing in these stuff and making, you know, smart moves or bad moves or whatever. But it's just like, God damn, I can't, it's like crazy to think about sometimes. It is. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, and it makes you like kind of question like, wow, is this real life? Um, but then also it just makes you, and this is the part that I feel is so true about you. It makes you just sort of like, how can I help other people? Because like, one thing that I realized, once you like start to create financial change for yourself and financial or generational wealth, um, you know, you start to look at that and you're like, wow, like I don't like once you don't worry about money anymore, especially for people that aren't super materialistic and need things just for like status, which I feel like a lot of people in the NFT space aren't like that. But for people that are, are like that, it's like, it's like, okay, this is cool. Like now I don't have to worry about money as much. And it's like, how can I, now what do I do? And I think the answer a lot of us turn to, and I know you did, is like, okay, let me let me uh, help others while I'm doing this. I, maybe I can help someone else while I'm doing this for myself too, which I think takes us to like something I wanted to talk about, which is, you know, the, the amount of time you spend on spaces and um, trying to help onboard and educate people. I've always just been, um, I just love sitting in your space. Sometimes there's only a, you know, a handful of people, like nine, 10 people in there. And, and one or two people up on stage, but they're just asking questions and you're there uh, while you're doing research and you just t- chat with them. And so I'd love for you to talk about kind of your journey, maybe some stories of you being able to help people um, and just kind of where that passion came from um, after you got into the space. Uh, yeah, most definitely. I, you know, the, the good feelings that I felt from this space, I want that to radiate into the world and that's been one of my guiding you know forces that has driven me the past year of like yo like these things these good things that have happened to me or these good things that other people have felt like you can feel that too and i want you i want that to happen for you like i want all the best stuff um so as far as like onboarding or nfts it's like yeah you um you know ask ask questions and this information is free. Like I'm not charging, like I don't want to charge you for it. Like setting up a MetaMask, setting up a, you know, setting up an account, learning about this stuff. Um, Like there's so much here um, that you can learn and it just, it takes, you know, just somebody to talk to you to get started. And I think for a lot of people um, getting into the space or, you know, just learning about this, they, and I mean, I totally understand. It's like, where do you go? Who do you talk to? What do you do? And, you know, having those spaces or having that one-on-one 
uh, talk with people um, really is good um, because it's like, yo, everybody's got different questions. Everybody's got a different background. And to just kind of talk to somebody and help them, you know, one-on-one basically like, hey, what about this? And you're like, oh, yeah, well, so you can just disconnect, you know, that there. Or like, oh, that's the ether scan. you got to check this. And things that we take for granted all the time, you got to think of somebody that's new. Dude, they have no idea what you're talking about. They they don't know about blockchain. They don't know about NFTs. Like the the knowledge that we take for granted, I think a lot of times that we know about all the stuff that we do, um, the normal person, like, yo, it's so foreign. It's so foreign. So that's where I really I love actually, you know, talking to people that are brand new because it's like, well, what do you what do you know about blockchain? What do you know about NFTs? What what have you done in your past life? Because I am fairly confident that, you know, there's there's something in NFTs that in the future is going to impact your world. And I'd like to know and educate or help you get to understand this stuff because I believe in it so much. So anybody that wants to learn about this stuff or wants to talk about it, like it's not easy for those people to meet somebody like IRL that's going to know about NFT stuff. Cause like, you don't walk around. There's not like an NFT, you know, it's hard to tell who NFT people are. So where do they come? Will they come to spaces or they come to whatever? And if there's, you know, a bunch of spaces with a lot of people, it's harder to talk there. Um, some of those small spaces are good. You get really good information. You also make really good um, relationships with some people. So I love doing those and talking with people uh from all over the world it's a benefit of the internet yeah it is i mean it is crazy too when you go into space and you're talking to someone in india or i mean it's just like everywhere in the world you can meet people and it's insane like the borderless nature of the internet and now like the ease of like the the ease of some of these audio apps to be able to really even connect on a deeper level um with voice is is really cool so uh, you you onboard a lot of people. You you obviously it is another thing that I love about what you said is like I like that you try to reflect and like go back and think about when we started because it's so true. Like everyone makes so many mistakes when they start, or they they have to learn the hard way, or they they they, they tr- don't figure it out, and then they leave the space for a little bit. So it's so important to be able to have those someone there to a- answer the questions and not uh, make people feel dumb because there really aren't any dumb questions when you get into the space um, because it's difficult and it's hard and as like you said like when you get obsessed like we are and you study and you're doing this for hours and hours every day you kind of can forget just like when we began and you know when you when you were freaked out that this little metamask uh, fox was like following your cursor around and like what the hell is this all about Uh, and so like that was the first thing I thought I was like I'm not connecting to this this is like they're gonna steal my stuff so so it is, it's so true. And it's like teaching people what's safe and what's not safe because everyone hears about scams. And so it's just, uh, I always love that you're always trying to help people out. What is, um, what are some of the things that people, what are some of the trends that you've noticed people really struggle with when they start in the space or trying to understand what the NFT space is all about? Uh, you know, what is weird is uh, people don't want to get on Twitter. They, a lot of people have Instagram or something else. And I'm like, yeah, you got to get on Twitter for NFTs. And they're just like, uh, I like got a Twitter, but like, I don't like it. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's like, you got to get on there though. It's like, so they true. don't know that we do spaces. I don't think either. That was just, I went to a couple of crypto. They were actually crypto events. I don't even think they were NFT specific, but I was like, they wanted, um, nobody had Twitter. I was, I was, that was kind of weird. And then as far as, you know, people have 
basic NFT questions. And my favorite way to break down like NFTs, I think for somebody that's completely new is to literally break the word down non-fungible token and explain the idea of them of fungible assets and stuff like that. And it's also really, I also try to understand what background they're coming from so that they can kind of understand. Cause there's like not worth talking about something that's going to be totally foreign. Um, but if somebody's a gamer, for instance, you know, it's easy to talk about NFTs. Um, if somebody does art, I'm going to maybe describe it in a different way um, with, you know, the provenance of their art or something like that. Um, so it's, you know, there's a bunch of different uh ways to talk to people but i think that i think the hardest thing is that it's so vast that it's like how do you talk to how do you talk about something that's so wide of a scope and talk about because it's like if i could talk about nfts something on the street i could talk to them for like a half hour or when somebody texts me and i text them back like 18 messages back about nfts i think that's one of the issues is that it's so it's so it's such a big concept and we get so excited about it that it's like, I want to shake them. Be like, NFTs! <laughs> and like, Oh my God. I just like wanted oh to my learn God. about it. You know, it's so funny that you say that because it's like some people that I never talk to, I'm really bad at texting, but as soon as it's about NFTs, it is like, I was the same way. It's like five messages and it's like, why aren't you responding? Like, is it not clear? Like, help me out here. What can I do? It's like, you want to get them in, you want them to understand, but they're just like, wow, this dude's crazy. What is he talking about? And uh, I feel that. I think it is, uh, it's really funny that you said that because I think a lot of people probably feel like that, especially when they get into the space and you get really passionate. It's like, sometimes it feels like we, we're living in like a like a parallel world to the universe uh, in this space because like half the time I don't even know some of like the political shit going on now or like the, the drama and tension with COVID. I don't know. I just don't know what's going on with that stuff because I'm too worried about like crypto dick butts and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I uh, I feel the same way. It's like there's so much stuff going here on here that's like, and that's just even on like the Ethereum blockchain. You know what I mean? There's like so much going on in crypto. There's so much going on in NFTs. There's so much going on in our worlds that it's like it's easy to become blind to the uh, the normal things. And I think a normal, I think another barrier for normal people is it's like it's really hard to convince somebody too that something they've never heard of. Like, oh yeah, you need to like a lot of these cost like thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Like it'd be hard for me to buy my dog or some of these these NFTs at these prices. You know, we have an advantage of just being here long, you know, for being in here longer. But it's like, you know, for an average person, like anything that's like five hundred dollars more, they're gonna be like, yo, what? Like, I'm not going to buy a thing like that. So that's why I try to give them the whole history and the whole scope of stuff if they're interested, because it's the more knowledge you have, the, more, the safer you're going to feel about buying things and understanding what's going on. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense and is 100% accurate. Like, you're not going to really have conviction if you just are like hoping that someone can tell you what to buy. Like, you have to understand what you're getting and what you, why you're there. Um, and if you don't take the time to really get into it and, and take the time to understand it, then it's just like, like with something that, like a stock or, you know, like anything, like if you're not paying attention, uh, and it starts to go down, like it's, it's one thing. It's so funny because people sometimes ask me, they're like, what should I buy? What do I get? And it's like, um, I've told people what they should buy sometimes. And then like, 
a month and a half later, like I sell out of that thing because I like either think it went up to enough and I'm like ready to take profits or, you know, there's another better opportunity. And it's like, I'm not sitting by you all the time telling you what to buy, telling you what to do. So until you actually take the time to learn about this stuff, you're not going to be able to be as um, successful because you're not, you're not going through the motions. You don't, until you, you know, create your own trade strategies and, and figure out what you need to do to kind of change your life path, uh, you're not going to be able to have success. And I think that is a big lesson, um, especially for people, if you listen to podcasts, why it's so important to get involved and not just like sit on the sidelines is because, you know, when you're in the game is like you, you're learning so much more. You're, you're actually like, you're having to learn by trial and, and error. And I think that's so important, uh, when it comes to this space, because if you don't get in the game, then you're just like always, you know, going to feel left out. You're always going to feel like you're too late. Yeah. And I think that's been a, uh, something that's happened has been good with, you know, some people that I've met over time that we just, you know, you eventually, what, what, you, what I ultimately would like to teach and you'd like to teach is like, oh yeah, you want to learn, you want people to learn how to do their own research and to figure this stuff out. Um, and eventually they have, I've seen, you know, people get into stuff and, you know, find their own way. And it's like dope because, you know, they figured it out and they were able to buy these projects, get learning to learn about NFTs. Um, and there's other people who just kind of buy like one thing or don't pay attention and they just kind of like not into it. And it's like, well, you probably weren't, yeah, you weren't invested. You didn't really get it. You didn't like do the research. And you know, that's when, you know, they would get mad at you if you know they lost a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's it is funny because it's always easy to point fingers when it comes to money or investing. It's like it, that's why it's so hard to. I I hate like talking about trade shows. There's so many shows on spaces about alpha and things like that, and it's so hard to me because I think every time, like, well, man. You know, even if you're getting in the beginning of a pump and you don't get out at the right time and then it goes beyond under and like there's so much um, there's like a really like a psychological warfare that goes on within our own minds when it comes to investing. Um, you know, when it when you're like th the adrenaline, but then also when you're like down really bad and you just feel like depressed or you you're like, what am I even doing here? And um, I think that's a really hard thing for people to overcome, especially if you're not like seasoned in some sort of type of thing like investing. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, don't know what you're doing, uh, it's very easy to uh, feel depressed in the space because, you know, you sit there and just see all the rocket ships going off and you're like, oh, no, or like, what did I do? Um, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah. like, dude, you can't you got to understand and sit around and be, and you know, get some experience because there's like a ton of ways to feel bad. But there's there's a ton of places to feel good and have good stuff happen. Yeah, um, I hate that when people, uh, you know. And another thing is when people talk only about their wins, it just like gives you that inferior uh, imposter syndrome where you're just like, I don't there's like, what am I doing here? Like these people are making so much money and I don't belong. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I keep losing. And so it's like. I wish people talked more on these shows instead of like certain projects and what's buy, what to buy and what to move, like talk about instead of just talking about those things, talking more about like, 
what what where do you go to look for volume what do you like the like the behind the scenes of the research stuff um because that's what the people like that's what people really need to understand if they're going to get in a position um to be successful and like being able to talk about wins like that yeah i mean that's the thing with the blockchain is like all this stuff should be open and out there and you know you should it should be i want it to be you know an equal playing field as much as it can be and there's there's a lot of good stuff and a lot of you know like financial gains or moves or just great things that you can get in this space um and you know i want it to be you know everybody to have access those kind of things so it's like i hate when somebody's i don't want anybody to lose money i know that people are going to lose money but it's just like i don't want you to be you know, losing money for no reason, getting scammed or buying some bullshit that you didn't just for no reason. Because like, I've seen some of the things that people buy. And I'm like, why didn't you ask me about that before you bought it? <laughs> looking <laughs> at, it, looking like, at the graveyard, kind of look at some stuff and, you know, tell the difference between like what, you know, because of our experience in the space, but new people can't tell. Like, yeah, that's what exactly. I, hey, I don't want new people to lose. I don't want anybody to lose money, but it just sucks for people. It is. And and that's a, the one thing that we can remind people is just like one, like we were we've all been there where we have, you know, really massive like flops or we fall flat on our face in certain trades. I've lost a, a lot of ETH, but you know, all it takes and, and people that say this are right, you know, all it takes are really a few really good trades and it erases all those losses. And it's just a matter of finding the conviction to hold on to those things, to understand why you believe in them. Uh, and then, you know, you, you feel really, um, you feel really like proud because you're, you're starting to, ch you're, you're able to like reflect on that and be like, Oh yeah. Like I was, you know, I made that decision and it makes you feel good and gives you like that little boost of confidence to get you through the next few times that you fall flat on your face again. And it's really just like, it's one of those things where it's like three steps forward, two steps back where, you know, as long as you're inching a little more in the right direction, you're going to be okay because the space just continues to move and grow um, so rapidly that as as long as you're making a few more wins than you do losses, every I mean, you're going to make it. And so that's a, an important lesson to teach people not to get too down on themselves. All right. I want to uh, transition and talk to you about something else because you have a, uh, I've, I really enjoy your spaces sometimes because um, you listen to everyone and uh, sometimes some of the people you listen to their, their ideas, they pitch you. I'm like, I can't, I just, I laugh, but I would not be nearly as nice to them as you are. Uh, I would love for you to talk about, you know, with so many people coming into your spaces, a lot of people are wanting to pitch you their ideas or tell you what they want to do on the blockchain. And sometimes they're, they haven't even bought anything. Um, and so what, what have you noticed about um, people coming into your spaces and thinking, oh, you know, the NFTs is a good way to make money. Let me see how I can do this. Let me make some money for myself. Uh, what, what have you noticed and like some misconceptions people have about how you make it in the space? And what are, what are some of the best tips you can give someone that's just getting started that wants to build in the space um, that maybe will help, th help them um, be a little more successful in their journey because uh, because of the advice that we we can offer them. Hopefully, will help them um, look and reflect on the way that they they walk into the space. Um, yeah, it's weird. I feel like when certain people come and they're like showing their project or they're like talking about some stuff, you can like weirdly tell when they're like very 
like financially focused for some reason it's just like they are just they they heard about nfts they know that you can make money from nfts they're not sure how <laughs> yet but they've understood that people are making mass amounts of nf mass amounts of nft money or whatever and it's like okay i mean this is great that you know i get to talk to you because we can learn and figure out you know what's actually going on because it's like you know wanting to make a bunch of money is not like a bad trade it's just like oh how are you gonna do that though it's like you know we all like i came from you know not a bunch of uh you know money everybody wants to be to make money that's that's fine but how are you gonna do that like are you going to be ripping people off with like a scam project <laughs> you know i mean are you going to be uh try like people come in and there's like a weird amount of people who want to make money like trading like dogecoin or like shib or just sell nfts or make money they want quick money they want fast money or whatever and it's like all right this is what you need to learn is that mindset is going to get you wrecked like if you think that you're going to mint something and it's going to be the next board ape or you're going to mint a bunch of these things and you're going to get a bunch of rares and it's going to like change your life or whatever it's like no that's like not how it works all of all of the gains that you know, most people get it's from spending time researching, finding themselves in the right place, um, taking a few small wins, small losses here and there, just having their head in the game. And then boom, you find yourself in some good situations like, OK, all these projects were pumping the past few days. Maybe you find all you had to have was like one of them. You know what I mean? Some, if you came from if you had, if you started with 0.1 ETH and you sold something for two ETH, fantastic. One ETH, fantastic. If you doubled, if you doubled your money on that, that's fantastic. Like there's so many, there's so many plays or so many things that you can do. And you know, one of the reasons that I always wanted to like uh, sell NFTs was because I wanted money to buy new ones. So it's like it's another thing of like, oh, I love spending, you know, selling these ones to buy some more ones. And 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 the reason that you know. I watch trends and I'm, and I'm really interested in that too is because, you know, it's like fashion is trendy. Like things go up, things go down. Why is something worth this much one day and not the next day? I'm just super interested um, in that. So if you're interested in like NFTs and why this stuff's happening and like Web3 and art and the revolution, then like you'll you'll make money somehow just by spending time here. Yeah, I love the advice. Like, if you're just here to make quick money, you're going to get wrecked. You know, like, if you're just here to try and try to come and hustle really quick and then, like, you'll change your life, it doesn't, it, as, I mean, it's, it's so ironic too, because the amount of money that we've made is so in life changing money in such a short, short time is insane. But it's like people hear those stories and then expect it in like a week. It's like, no, what? No, you're not going to come in here and then be like a millionaire in a month. Like that's not, that's just not going to happen. Uh, and so I think your advice of like, like when you come into the space, you need to be reading and learning and, uh, like putting some of your money in and then like just just learning from every mistake you make but being in it for the long run um is like really important advice that you know seems like it should be self-explanatory but in so many uh instances it's not but i also love that you have the empathy to realize you know that the the people that are like that they're here for that reason which means they maybe just have a misconception um and i, I mean even myself like 
like I struggle sometimes to step back and realize like, you know, these are everyone's human and we all are in this journey together trying to make our lives better. And I just love that, you know, you, I mean, I, if anyone's in this space and they've been in your show, they know that about you, that you really see the best in people and you just like try to understand where they're coming from. Uh, because if you don't, then you can't really help them. And, and I think a lot of us, even myself can learn a lot from that because, uh, when people come in this space and they act ignorant it's because they they most likely are yeah and uh, one of the things that i really like about um twitter spaces too and i think is a really powerful thing that actually just is kind of uh, a bystander's like yo people um coming up and talking and getting to talk and letting people talk i think is really beneficial to humans so i'm always down to listen to people talk on spaces i know everybody's going through a lot in their life they're here to learn um it's you know letting people like that's a really good thing that we can do for each other is let people talk and it's been a really you know good thing for my mental health when i went to you know therapies and things like that so uh you know people coming in here there's a lot of different reasons people come in here um we're all humans Um, We're all just seeing, you know, all those NFT trades are just humans buying and selling shit for the most part. There are some bots, but you know, I mean, we're all people behind these avatars and, you know, humans is, uh, you know, what I care about and I want to learn about everybody. I want to, you know, I'm interested in what people are making. I want to see their art. I want to see your NFT project. I want to help you, you know, get out of your, you know, depression. If you're sad, I want people to be amped up. I want everybody to be happy um, because, you know, that's one of the benefits of the space is that we can come together, hang out, be jacked, hang out in the metaverse. Doesn't matter where you are. I'm in a closet. You know, everybody's uh, <laughs> everybody's yeah. in a different part of the world, but, you know, we're friends together. Like, what a beautiful thing. It is. It is awesome. You know, th- I, I really appreciate you in the space. That's why I had to have you on. And I'm glad we got to some of this stuff about, you know, the spaces you hold and the outlook you have on, on just like humans in general, um, because that's really the beautiful part about your story to me is and something that I think needs to be spotlighted is more of us need to, you know, realize that when you come into the space, regardless of how crazy or ignorant or uh, silly people sound, a lot of times it's because we're just trying to learn or maybe they just don't understand. And so they need someone that's going to listen to their whack ideas and then gently guide them to enlightenment. And you are like that little Buddha of the NFT space. And, and we are so grateful and people probably don't realize how lucky they are to have you in their corner. So thank you for everything you do, man. Man, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever done any IRL onboarding, but that is also a, a yeah, blast yeah. Before we turn in, let's go. If you have a question uh, for buffet, let's go ahead and have some people hit that request button. Come up, you can ask him anything. Before we do that, though, I'd love to hear one really good in real life onboarding story. Maybe someone, a, a complete stranger, too. I just, I think your stories that you've kind of encountered because you're just um, you're just not afraid to go and do it is just awesome. So I'd love maybe someone, by one of these stories that you tell, maybe they will get the confidence they need to maybe take that next step and try to onboard someone in real life. Um, so when I was in New York City, I went over to, uh, I think it was like McDougal Street or something like that. It was very close to NYU. Um but, you know, I was uh, I was all decked out in my tracksuit and I found like a, uh, a guy on the street talking about crypto or whatever. And so I was just talking to him and I was like, 
everybody came up, started talking about crypto. And then I was like, shit, I'm just going to talk to them about NFTs as well. And uh, the people wanted to hear about NFTs. They were interested. Um, so uh, a lot of people came up and talked to us. Um, what is kind of weird, though, is uh, when you're in New York City or you're in uh, L.A. or whatever, um, you get kind of people that are interested in NFTs or interested in whatever, but they're also just kind of interested in being weird and hanging out. Um, so in both cases, um, Venice Beach and New York, when we were doing, uh, I was just talking to Rampy about NFTs, it uh, half turned into like, oh, a bunch of um, you know, people that want to just smoke weed and like hang out around me um so that's one of the downsides but in between that i talked to a, an artist who i was helping uh like a, a painter try to, i was like teaching her all about um nfts and how she could you know uh do different uh establish her painting um in the nft world i've talked to um some like young it was really cool next to nyu too because it was a lot of like students but oh a young investor that was looking to get into nfts or something like that um so there's all different backgrounds of people and like i said it's like when you're on the, when you're on the street or whatever talking to them it's like you don't know where they're going to come from or what their background is but you know you get some really interesting uh you know people that are it's like oh you would never know that you were interested in nfts other than i was out here talking about them i love that i love that you uh that you're not afraid to just uh strike up a conversation with people and help them learn. I think it's amazing. I think you're uh, also, I think you're, what you do um, with Spaces is amazing. And with uh, with Leo, with the, the Midnight Munchies and just like having a small group that you just really connect in with and people that like that, the power of building like that small network of people in this space that you become really close with um, becomes more real as you're in it longer because you're like those relationships form and they get deeper. Uh, and like we were already talking about our appreciation for each other and our friendship, but it's um, it doesn't happen over time. Like we met once before Miami and we didn't really talk much at all, but it's just kind of evolves. And as you're in the space longer, you get to know other people that are similar to yourself. And I think, um, I think that's kind of a cool part of our journeys in this space is you uh, are great at reminding people about the human element um, behind the NFTs and the tech too, uh, and and making sure that you know people's interests uh, are what keeps them in this space. And I think I think that's a really important lesson of just constantly um, trying to connect people to the tech, but then also re- trying to remember to te- com- uh, connect the tech back to you know the the way that this this uh, technology is connecting everyone together and i think that's amazing so uh thanks for doing that because um because it's it's not always uh it's fun but it's also draining to always be on and to to be listening i mean it's um to be able to be that person that always has always has a listening ear it, it also just can can be draining sometimes and so i just love that you you do it day in and day out because you really enjoy it but you really uh think more about others than yourself sometimes so so thank you make sure to take care of yourself because because we need you to stick around for a long time um all right we're gonna switch over we've got some people requesting to come up and uh we're gonna we're gonna have you guys ask some questions to buffet now get your catnip and questions ready it's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. All right. We got Bennett up on stage. How are you doing, Bennett? Thanks for joining us again. Mom, be quiet. I'm talking to Buffet and uh, Crazy Carl. Hey, <laughs> what, what, what's up, guys? <laughs> Classic. 
Hey, uh, I was just uh, uh, get, hearing you talk to Buffet. I was in his Discord a long time ago, and then after I joined 172 giveaways, I kind of lost lost track of his Discord. I still uh, turn into his Twitch. But talking about onboarding people, uh, Buffet, I think, knows Cat's Fanatic. And when I first got started, uh, he's, he's like, give me your number. And he just called me up on the phone. I never knew him, never talked to him. He called me up, and he's like, Dude, you got to get a MetaMask. You got to get Ethereum. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to guys get some untamed elephants and and let's get going. And I didn't know him, and it was just awesome. He was so nice. He was actually from Kentucky, living in Florida. But when y'all were talking about that, just resonated and how good of guys you all are. And I just appreciate all the work that you do to get all these people. Now I'm I'm still waiting for that big hit, but it's going to happen. It's coming. Yeah, Ben, I love that you're always learning. You know, you're the perfect example of someone that, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to put thousands and thousands of dollars in the space. You just got to show up and learn. And eventually, you know, opportunities fall into your lap. And I know you've already um, had that happen with several, several different things. And I think it just continues to grow because you're like, like uh, we talked about when you give more than you ask, a lot of times um, things end up working out. And so I just love your perfect example to others about what that looks like. So thanks for being in the space. Do you have a question for Buffet? Or did you just want to come up here and shower us with uh, flowers? I, I just wanted to give you all your flowers, your uh, your petals and all that, because you guys <laughs> are awesome, and uh, I appreciate it. And it's it's funny because we can all be from different walks of life. Like, you know, maybe our lifestyles are different, but we're all good good people, and it, it just all intertwines, and I just like that, and uh, I love I feel like a kid again when I'm in this, and it's just awesome, awesome feeling. I appreciate y'all for that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Rad Laser Falcon, I see you're on stage. What's going on? Thanks for coming up. Hi, how's it going? Good to, uh, welcome good back on stage. Again. Yeah, it's been like forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to say, um, again, echoing um, the sentiments that some other people have shared that Thank you so much for helping the community. This is such a scary space for a lot of people to navigate, especially um, when maybe you don't have like a ton of capital to play with. Um, and then as a reminder, like as you were talking, I was thinking about it because like I get a lot of financial anxiety as well. Like when I think about like, oh, if I'm going to sell something, is this the right time to sell it and this and that and like losing money, this quote unquote um, losing money thinking about like what you invested in the beginning, you, you're not losing anything until you start to dip into that initial investment. Right. So everything else is gravy um, up until this point. So I think if we think about it that way, it takes a lot of that pressure off of, um, you know, that pressure to perform or that comparison or like looking at other folks and saying like, Oh, I haven't maybe done as well. It's like, in my case, um, Danko, my partner, <laughs> gifted me some ETH so I could buy my first project. And then um, I sold, like I sold pre-revealed one of the two that I minted. And now everything I have in my collection is from that. So technically <laughs> I've spent zero, but, you know, I always hold that initial gift of ETH that I got and what I play with after that is just really just a blessing and a, a, a bonus and like um and, and 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 i've never lost like i've never lost anything now like that doesn't take into account like people who may have had 
um, NFTs lifted from their wallet or been scammed or something like that. But I've never bought anything off of a fake link. And I, you know, I'm knock on wood. I'm so fortunate. I know that I'm very fortunate, but I just want to say that as a reminder. Um, and then also to say that, you know, um, an NFT buffet, like what you've done for the community is like so wonderful because, you know, give the more that we give and help people, the whole space lifts and rises um, with that. And so I think a lot of folks um, approach from this like scarcity mentality, like, oh, if I give alpha um, or if I share this or whatever, um, that's just not true. Like share your alpha, share your insight, share what you learn. Um, we're all so early and we can like all rise together. So I'm kind of throwing flowers as well. But then I wanted to ask too, what is your, like now that you've built this community um, and, and, and like, what are your plans for the future? Like what is your roadmap um, and what does like ultimate success look like to you as you build um, this like incredible, like loving um, community moving forward? Um, to be honest, I, I, I'm not entirely sure, I guess what that looks like. Um, what I, what I do know is that I, you know, I love NFTs and I love everybody I've met here. Um, I guess at some point, you know, um, you know, everybody, I don't have a project or anything of myself. Um, I love talking about, um, you know, NFTs in the market and things like that. So I imagine it's, you know, I do my, uh, my midnight munchies show. Um, I imagine I'll just keep talking about NFTs and continue to, uh, you know, be funny and doing that. And I, I want to go back and, you know, do uh, comedy and things once I'm allowed to and the uh, pandemic stuff is done. Um, but I think NFTs in entertainment is like going to be a thing now forever. And so I find myself in the middle of those uh, two spheres somehow, if not with a project, if not just talking about it. Um, are you there. connected with Aaron Haber by any chance too? Cause like you're in LA, right? You're in Hollywood. Are you connected with yeah, him? Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. He's a comedian as well. And I think you guys could totally vibe. And like, I'm always thinking of like how to connect people who vibe as well. But, um, I, I'm in LA also. Um, so I would love, um, to connect with you or help you any way that I possibly can as well. Um, but I would look, I would like reach out to Aaron Haber. Um, he is a really great, um, really wonderful, lovely person in the space and also a comedian, um, and has like, and is really involved in, um, the comedian community, um, in Los Angeles. But like, I, cause you're just so giving, I want to just offer myself as well. It's like really inspiring to hear you talk and like the passion that you have for helping others. It's something uh, that I am passionate about as well. Thank you so much for coming up here and buffet. I loved your answer too, because I think some, uh, I think it's okay. Like for people to not really know exactly, like just to enjoy the journey, which I think is what you're all about. Like just enjoying the journey, not necessarily, you don't um, necessarily know where it heads, but you know that, you know, if you continue grinding, you're learning in the space, like you're just going to keep growing. And, um, and I think that's awesome. And I know you've been connected. Like the main thing for you too, I believe is like those really, those like really strong relationships you formed um, or, or, you know, those people that have stories of you helping them out. And I think, um, 
you're you're the kind of guy that also just like you just help so many people they'll like come through your show one time but maybe they'll have a nugget that they got that they uh they'll they'll remember as they kind of walk through their journey and i think that's important and i and i just uh i think it's amazing that you do that um but you also obviously really love trading and that aspect and i think that's awesome because everyone is like everyone has their own little niche and i've always been um kind of inspired because uh seeing how jazzed you get about like looking at you know like different tools and like volume and who's trading i mean it's stuff that like makes me excited because i don't do the, a lot of that stuff as much anymore and it just reminds me of how fun it is and I, and i just see you having fun doing it so sometimes it's like find what you like doing and and uh and then just figure out how how that works for you and i think you've done a really good job of that too so um amazing uh ismail i think we're gonna end with your question thanks for uh coming up on stage how are you doing hey carl what's going on my man what's going on thanks for coming up again hey you always bring it in value i just want to like coming in and and basically thank you again for bringing in more value not only for from the content point of view that you bring in day in and day out whenever you're around but also for like allowing us to meet this amazing people that you bring in this guest of yours you know you're like introducing us to new guests all the time and every guest you bring in just come in and bring even more value it's such a it's a, it's much needed in this space. I honestly like the first thing I thought of when I first met you was where was Carl when I first started? I would have avoided a lot of mistakes, <laughs> but without those mistakes, I wouldn't be the guy that I am here today. So I, I like making those mistakes and learning from them and uh, continuously try to learn from that. I'm going to ask a quick question for NFT the same but uh the question is which project are you bullish on right now which project am i bullish on oh interesting um i mean let me let me look let me see do i i should just say something this is a perfect chance to just pump your bags buffet let's go yeah i'm I'm trying to think (laughs) no it's uh actually it I'm is funny. Really bullish on the uh, the Pixel Vault, the thing that uh, th- I don't know what they announced today, but it seemed like people are excited for the Pixel Vault, and they got a, a big uh, investment today. I will say that's awesome. Yeah, and Pixel Vault is another one that has like a really strong team, uh, like a big group of people. I love one thing that is always interesting to me is like when you look at projects, like really doing research on who's behind them, because you have some some projects that are like led by kids, uh, and then you have like pr- some projects that are led by like seasoned professionals it's like oh i wonder what's going to be around in five years from now uh and i think it's um i think that's i think it's amazing um but i I know that you do a lot of research too and it's important to like now that you know about pixel vault if you didn't know about it before if you're an audience now you can go and like do your research and like try and learn about them and see what they're up to because i think that's important like like you, you start to like tell people about projects and then they buy, if they only buy because like someone said something about it, then they really don't even know why they bought it. Right. Yeah. Like if you go do it, that's why you, that's why you want people to learn how to do research good. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Well, like 
so they can discern what what projects are you know actually doing things what's what's you know good what's fugazi what's <laughs> you know what's happening so yeah this is tough this is a whole new market that's what's really exciting you know over the past however many years since nfts come this stuff is all brand new this didn't exist before how many times does that happen in your lifetime that a whole new thing like pops around i think it's pretty fantastic it is it's insane and it's only growing it reminds you i mean we were just so young back in like the dot-com boom um but it's got to feel a little bit like that trying to figure out what the deal is what's uh there's so many things to try to invest in what's where to go but the access to it is so much easier than even that was. And so you're able to bring even more people on for this um, type of journey. So it's pretty cool. Um, we are going to go ahead. Ismail, excellent question. We're going to start to wrap up because we're already over. But um, before we end, Buffet, I wanted to give you the chance. Just talk about some of the things that you do, if uh, the spaces you hold regularly so people know where to find you. Uh, and again, thanks so much for being on the show. Absolutely, Carl. Uh, you know, you're the man, and uh, you know I uh, enjoy when you hang out in our midnight munchie stream, um, which we are now. I think doing um, we've been doing it at two, uh, two, one to two or three Pacific time, and it's like four to six maybe Eastern um, time. But we've been doing the midday munchies, um, just abbreviating that to the munchie show, um, and then as far as the uh, spaces that i do i i definitely am pretty sporadic with uh how those go but i'll do like a uh few you know like five or six hours on like a, a monday or wednesday or thursday or something like that but probably not any days that i'm doing munchie show so. right on well, that's awesome if somebody wants me to come to their space and please invite me because you know i love uh, hanging out and chilling. Um, that is a hundred percent thing too. <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred percent fact. I love seeing you just in the audience, uh, or you know, when you're just on stage in someone else's space and being able to hang out and contribute where you want. So, don't be afraid to reach out because Buffet is one of those guys who just really wants to help everyone. So, make sure to go follow him. I want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to NFT Buffet for coming on the show to chat about his journey so far in the Web three space. The Crazy About Crypto show does not accept paid advertisements or paid requests to come on the show. The quality of guests and educational content provided is essential, and the show is run by loyal listeners through the establishment of the Crazy Carl Collective, where 100% of the Genesis NFTs are rewarded to listeners for the next two years by actively engaging in learning and listening to the show and helping build the growth of the collective. Web3 allows us to give back value to the consumers and i thank each one of you for joining live tonight to help learn about the innovation that web3 brings to each of us and challenge you to continue learning and growing in this space if you enjoyed the show please leave a review and follow so we can see you at another show in the future and tonight you can claim the po app for today's episode if you're live in the audience by heading to the po app app and using the code nft buffet once again the word is nft buffet all lowercase in one word. Also, after the show tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern, I will be joining Zeneca and friends to chat about the launch of the Crazy Carl Collective Genesis NFTs. Hope to see a lot of you there. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.